We always have fun with overrated, underrated, properly rated. And part of the fun is when you, the listeners, participate. So chime in, this time through a text or a multiple text, whatever you would like, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. I see Susie feverishly jotting down notes. It could be about the topic we just discussed off air, which I would so love to talk about on air, but we're not going to. Or it could be you're just updating your notes for overrated, underrated, properly rated. That's what I'm doing. All right. You you lead. Oh, okay. You come in very you last will. minute with these notes. Yes. Every I, time. And I, and here's how I do it. You guys know you make fun of me, but I write down what do I love, what do I hate, and what does what is just right right now. Because Charlie was here last week when I did say, just like this time, you ready for overrated? Last uh, week at 12 o'clock, you said, yep, I'm ready. And then this last week, you said, wait, I'm going first? And then you started shouting the notes. No, I made eye, I specifically made eye contact with you at twelve o'clock. And said In the overrated. Yes, ready. Yes, yes. Although All right. we are busy down there today, lot lot of news popping. Not as big as overrated. Underrated, okay, probably. fair enough. I'm kidding. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, what do I love? That would be overrated. Yes. No, underrated. Yeah, I think oh, that right. would be underrated. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. Unless Dak- everybody loves it. Depending on your love, I don't know. Okay, so this okay, is underrated. Okay, here's my one. Yeah. Decorating Christmas cookies. So Kay Jones, God bless her. This is your mom. My mom, 92 yeah. years old. Bravo. She hosts a gaggle of grandchildren and great-grandchildren. How many How many we talking? There were 20 people at her house. Whoa. And the littles really are in charge the five, six, seven-year-olds, two, three, five. There were a bunch of them. Okay. And they're all at the kitchen table, all wearing aprons, and everyone is rolling out the Christmas cookie dough and then cutting out, putting your cutouts. What kind of monster house does Kay have? Were you it's at the, a big kitchen table. Were you at the table. Carter house here? I mean, it Yeah, no, like, no, no. Yeah. I mean, she's southeast Minneapolis where I was born and raised, grew yep. up. But yep. no, it's just quite the production, and I always sort of revel in it because it's chaos, Yep. You know, and is it, it organized chaos or is it chaos? I would say organized. My daughter, actually, Josephine, yep. she is kind of a little general and mm-hmm. she organizes it. She goes over a day or so early with my other niece and they make the dough so that it's all prepared. Yep. And it's in the refrigerator and then you warm it up and roll it out. And then when we're done, we probably make at least a hundred and something cookies. I mean, it's a lot. It was a triple. Are these bet. in the fridge waiting for us? Are they uh, off the microwave? Oh, I will bring some tomorrow because I got a quite oh, a bit home. Thank I, you. I, I didn't think not to bring good them for today. Charlie. Charlie's not here tomorrow. I'm sorry, Charlie. Son, save me one for. I Sunday. could because they're in the freezer. <laughs> anyway, once they're baked, then they cool, and then we frost them, which is equally chaotic. Yeah. But now there's frosting and not just dough. Yeah. But it's a mess and it's wonderful and I love it and I appreciate that. It's a tradition. It Everybody gets together. I like it. I'm yeah. in. It, it's okay. good, but Susie, can we be honest? Mm. They're never good cookies, right? No, these are pretty good. These are butter. I mean, it's straight sugar and butter. They yeah, taste good. Yeah, it's a sugar I'll- cookie. Okay, I'm bringing it in, Charlie. Oh, yeah. And you're going well, to tell me. And next time okay. I see you on the air, you're going to go, oh my goodness. Are you, these are Charlie, delicious. are you suggesting all Christmas cookies are bad? Is that what you're saying? I, I think pretty much. I, I get it. The decorating's fun, all of that. I, I don't think Christmas cookies are generally good. Do you hate joy? I, that, think I so. don't. I like mm-hmm. cookies. Ah. I just don't <laughs> think Christmas cookies generally, unless you're going like crazy with it, but like the general like sugar cookie that you ice. 
that people do, which yeah. the process may be fun, but they're not good cookies. So, I mean, Susie was just talking about, you know, grandkids and great kids. It's great. That's and you great. just said, get out of here, go <laughs> home, get back on your phones and your video oh, games. Lord. That's what I heard. All right, what's next, Susie? Okay. What I hate. Excellent engagement, by the way. What? <laughs> What I did. It's my joke there. <laughs> okay, sorry, people. Yes. What I hate is truly when someone gets sick. Adam? They, no. no. I don't really hate Adam so much. Today he was actually nice to me. I walked in. He goes, Whoa. hi. He goes, hi, Susie. And I'm like, Whoa. what? Who who took Adam? Yeah. Anyway, what I do not like, what is underrated, is just what I don't like, is when someone gets sick at the holidays and can't come because we had a group that couldn't come. And that always makes me disappointed and sad. So you're mad at them yes, for, being for sick. getting sick. Yes. Okay. And there was quite a lot of talk about whether or not we should bring the pukers. I think they were called the barfers from Austin, Minnesota. Everybody's like, well, just come. And then somebody else is like, no. No. <laughs> that would be so much worse if they came. Who, yeah. who wants the sick people yeah. to come to your party? The people that are enmeshed and have no boundaries and just want everyone to be together no. all the time. No. I actually, that's a- I am chuckling about you and, and criticizing folks for getting sick because you're a maestro using your sick time here. I am. Already- are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. And I have no shame about it. Oh, I, I feel oh, no I guilt. know that. I mean, We literally- all know that. Listen, I've been alive a long time. I've worked here a long time, and I will take every minute that is offered me off work. Susie, in case people don't know, has 15 weeks of vacation <laughs> and 30 sick days, and she's earned it. <laughs> and I take them all. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, what is just right in this just world right. is the weather. I do not mind a mild winter. Thank I just got to say it. And I know people want Patriot. cold. They want snow. They want sun. They're wrong. And I understand well, the sun. It. I want the sun. Yeah, the sun is nice. But my point is that winter is long. And in February, we will be up to our elbows in snow or cold or what have you. So to have some it's mild coming. weather. Yeah. It's, it's not coming. like we're missing it. It's just shortened because of this mild weather that we're having, and I just appreciate it. Uh, I do. All, I, I'm with you 100%. I suggested last week on the day, it was like 52 and sunny out. I said, this should be winter. This should be winter. Did you get a lot of backlash? Did uh, people, yes. Yeah. Move. What are you doing here? Thanks. That's fresh yeah. material. I, I, I don't want people to lose income, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Who, when their jobs are based on snow. Mm-hmm. If every day, I said this to Jason, if every day with the snow was 30 light snow and it was that snow that was epoxy to the trees mm-hmm. and the roads weren't a problem, sure. But guess what? It's not. It's not. Because a lot of times it's the messy snow. It's the black snow. It's the dirty snow. Mm-hmm. It's icy out. It's freezing. Even today, it's got a little bite. It's got a little bite in the air. I I I don't park, you know, you park next door in the la-di-da lot. You know, I'm trying to just barely get by. Oh, I park yeah. about four blocks away and <laughs> I walk over. It's got a little bite, but yeah, get out of here. The longer we avoid real winter, sign me up. All right, what do you have? 651-461-9226. We're back with Charlie. I'll chime in, but you also overrated, underrated, properly rated right now on CCL. Stay engaged.
I got to be honest, another song I would not have guessed as the number one song. 2023. I, I've never heard this song. <laughs> Susie's singing it over here. I've, I've never She's heard all this. in. Yeah. She's all in. Among the items, uh, as we're in the middle of overrated, underrated, properly rated, charcuterie boards. Overrated. It's cheese and crackers. Well, if it's <laughs> yeah, dang it right, it's cheese if, and crackers. It's just cheese and crackers. And it's cranberries and nuts and um, some meat. Meat. You know? And by the way, who doesn't love cheese yeah, and crackers? Underrated cheese and crackers. Come on. Especially if it's good cheese. And it generally, for a charcuterie board, you're generally getting a, a spread of cheeses. What are you talking about? It's yeah. delicious. Mm. Phenomenal. Well, okay, Great. speaking of cheese, I'll get to one of mine. I'll step on my own touchdown call here because a few more. So I had a Bloody Mary yesterday. Yeah. Bloody Mary. Here's what was in the Bloody Mary. First of all, I had the spicy Like one. lunch? It was for lunch, actually. <laughs> I mean, but it was so much stuff in the, the, um, uh, And it was, a, it was a nice little brunch. Mm-hmm. I'll get to where in a second. Um, it had pickle. Cheese, olive, that's it. It had the three items, that's it. No celery. No celery. Celery could be fine. Celery could be fine. Where do you stand like on a beef stick? Mm. I don't want to mm, – I'd rather go traditional, just the just the veggies. Just the veggies. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded a beef stick too, but some bloody mares – and I, you know what? I probably have – my over-under for Bloody Marys a year is 1.5. I was going to say, how often are you having it? I, I don't remember. The, I mean, honestly, it was just uh, spur of the moment with a good buddy who lives, lives out this way. And uh, sometimes you, I see him more often. I see him than I'm having it. There's barely any drink in there. There's like, I mean, there's basically a garbage can of stuff in there. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Generally an airport Bloody Mary guy. Airport, airport, yeah, airport. yeah. That's, that's, that's the spot for a bloody man. Yeah, I bet there are a lot of Vikings fans coming back from Vegas today. They were having theirs. Underrated, Adam Carter's whistling abilities. He, he's a very good whistler. Okay. Ice sugar cookies, overrated. Give me something with taste. Whoa. Slam and K. Jones. Yeah. Underrated. WCC ready ticket giveaways. Yes, they're excellent. Wax, waxless cross-country skis, underrated, no mess. Nice. Okay. But where can you find snow? Do you have to go out like Theater Worth, some of those places? Teddy have- Worth yeah. right now. You could go uh, You could go skiing, okay. tubing right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie, what do you have? All right, I'll start with uh, what I think is properly rated and maybe underrated by some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did Sunday laundry, as, as one does Sunday laundry in the apartment building on a cold day. <laughs> yeah. And you know what you do when you're done with your laundry? You grab these pants out of the dryer. You grab your big, cozy sweater right out of the dryer, and you put them right on. Right Underrated on. or properly rated, putting that stuff on right out of the dryer. Chad, this is up there with Q-tips for me. <laughs> yeah, now Ch- Charlie once suggested Q-tips are basically orgasmic. <laughs> One of the five yeah. best feelings yeah. On the planet available to you. Is that right? Uh, Did I that is it? what I said. Yeah. yeah One agreed. of the five best feelings. Now, now I'm sexual physical feelings. I, I said that's nuts, but I also use a Q tip way too much. Yep. Way too much. The, the very few times I get my ears checked, and I should more often, uh. they will always Ray, my guy yeah. Ray at Starkey. He's amazing at Starkey. He says, you use a Q tip too much. I go, mm-hmm. Ray, it feels too good. 
Yeah. Now, I'm not to the level of Charlie. The where ideal like, when you, you really hit that spot. You know, you really. How much gunk do you have in your ear? It's not Charlie. just the gunk, it's the, it's the sensation. I don't know. What are yeah. the nerves in the ear? But, but laundry, warm laundry out Get of the your dryer. kink on, Charlie. That's all I have to say. Man, Why man. Your I, need, flag. I need to do more research, but it may be up there. Mm. You shouldn't wash your pants too often, Charlie. I don't. Rarely yes. ever. <laughs> Wash pants. It's yep. a great mistake that too many people make. Unless I do- you put frosting on it while you're yeah, done. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they're filthy, I got it. Okay. okay, if they're filthy, I get it. Okay. I appreciate it. I, I do yeah. live by that. I do not Thank wash you. my pants I'm, frequently, I'm, but when I do. Do you wear your pants frequently? or? Uh, you can come over here and check. We got okay. it's up oh to my, my. waist. I'm go. good. I'm good. Uh, we'll go with overrated yeah. here. Overrated. Every single reality talent competition, specifically the talent competitions on regular TV, your American Idols, your America's Got Talents, they're, they're all America's. I, I, I don't know why they are that way, but they appeal to the lemmings of the world mm. uh, is what I would You're say. You're looking well, down. at their. Uh, I am. Yes. I am. Why anybody is interested in Jamie Lynn Spears dancing is beyond me. Game shows, on the other hand, fine. Whatever, but the How shows where masked, you need talent. The mask. Yeah, one. also that, that too. Crap. Okay. okay. Absolute crap. Uh, I mean, mask singer is crap. Yeah. Although Q loves it. <laughs> oh. Uh, so then I watch. Yeah. I mean, if you want real talent, go to a real show. Watch a real show. Go to a performance of somebody that has actually earned their way there. I I, I, I do not care at all about the talent shows. There are good reality TV shows that have merit. The talent ones don't. Um, game shows properly rated. They're excellent. I, uh, I I enjoy game shows a lot. I would say, uh, in the main, Charlie's correct. If you get somebody who's supremely talented, stands out, or at the start, if it's just a clown show. But there are so many opportunities, and there's so many of them. Yep. They never, ever end. You want to know why? They're cheap, easy to find people, and the judges... Outside of when, you know, Simon Cowell was at his peak, most of these judges are, they're done. They're looking for a little something. The Voice also. The Voice, they they have big stars. So The Voice has pulled this off because they must be paying them a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Susie has her hand up in the air. Go ahead, Susie. Only because I'm thinking of reality shows and how easy it is to get people to come on because they want to exploit themselves. I find it really uncomfortable, particularly when Leslie Fema lost on The Golden Bachelor. I felt so embarrassed for her, and I felt— You like, felt embarrassed for her? Yeah. she Just because— Because she was so—she let everyone see, like, inside her raw self, and I—yeah, and I, so, yeah, go ahead. So, so you bought it hook, line, and sinker? Charlie's suggesting it was all a bit. Is that, they're, they're acting? I am. Yeah. Do you think everybody who goes on— the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, the Golden—they're all acting. They know what they're is, doing. There is all a—I think it is levels to it. I think there are people yeah. that are putting on more of a show and putting on less of a show, but everybody is putting on a show. I—I I don't. I, I think you both could be a little bit right. They're all putting on a show. If they, if Susie, if they didn't have some persona about them, if they didn't have personality, if they were just like some people at the office that we all can name, like they're nice but they don't pop and stand out. The nice, but don't pop and stand out, aren't on the show. Doesn't mean some haven't fallen in love, but do we honestly know which ones are really crushed? I don't know. Because some might be really good actors. 
I don't know. Leslie FEMA, my whole point was the truth being covered it like another 9-11 happened. It was just utterly ridiculous, <laughs> okay. the amount of coverage. Okay. Leslie could have been devastated, or Leslie could have said, man, this is sweet. And this I, have my an- time and in the I sun. get another show. And, and she's probably the golden <laughs> yeah. bachelorette. Yeah, first golden and bachelorette. And so, yeah. and her name is out there. All right. You know, so. I just felt, I'm sorry, Charlie, if you think I'm naive, but I really felt like she Susie was has Susie, if you're naive, so is uh, half the country. I okay. think you're just yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. So we digress. I think, are you done? Or is it time for Chad? Yeah, let's go to Chad here. All right, what do I got? I don't know. SNL. I mentioned this to uh, Carter as a part of Dumber Than We Thought. People act like SNL doesn't pop and doesn't have buzz. You're fools. Because uh, there were examples this weekend. Number one, Adam Driver is great. He's great as a host. His monologue was great. The chocolate scene was so funny. It was very, very good. But then when they did the um, cold open and they were looking back at Elise Stefanik asking the presidents of Penn, MIT, and Harvard, when, by the way, I was with a lot of people, I crushed him, especially the Penn uh, leader who since is done for not having the audacity, just telling the truth. that Yeah, calling for genocide of Jews should be against the code of conduct. Ah, what a crazy thing against the code of conduct. I thought it was. I, I thought it did spend too much time mocking Elise Stefanik, who, by the way, in many other aspects of politics, earns it, absolutely earns it. In this case, I don't think she did, but that's subjective. It's a comedy, subjective conversation. The, my point here is how SNL is still underrated. Is people act like it's not a factor anymore? Yes, it is. Look at how many people all over Twitter who are talking about it. Excelsior. So where I met a friend yesterday. After I met uh, another friend. I was a social butterfly in Excelsior. You were. I was Mr. Excelsior. I rarely go to Excelsior. Excelsior is great. It's a darling town. It is great. I don't live live that far from Excelsior. I should go to Excelsior more often. Mm -hmm. It is outstanding. There were great restaurants. Shops. They have great shopping. Yep. Um, Oh, so we're switching to 235. Okay, no worries. Um, we, I was at the lobby, then I was at Coalition, mm-hmm. and that's where Coalition had the Bloody Mary. Excelsior, put it on your list. Yeah. You know? Love it. It's uh, very good. Q, um, over the last, I would say, nine months or so, my son Quentin, uh, a group was formed of high school friends of his, other kids with intellectual delays who are in his special needs group, have come back together, Right. They formed a, a texting group where, by the way, I'm the one guy in the group. It's all moms, and then I'm a guy. I, Kathleen's in it too, but I said I don't want to miss out on things. And they get together, and they maybe it's uh, gingerbread houses. Maybe it's Halloween. And Quentin and Kathleen went to Aladdin on Saturday. And Quentin could not FaceTime me fast enough to tell me how much he loved it. Aww. And he fits in with family because – I love plays and musicals. Kathleen loves plays and musicals. My father loved plays and musicals, although I've, I have told the story before. This is when I was, I was dating Jen, and we saw Jersey Boys. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, the, it was in two acts. The first act was, I don't know, 19 hours maybe. I mean, it just, it just would not end. It would not. And I'm sorry, it just wasn't a good rendition. It just wasn't. And my father, as subtles, always goes, this sucks. Can we go? <laughs> 
And Jen and I just started laughing so hard and said, we agreed. And and we all enjoy. This just wasn't. Very, so it was just Quinny's excitement yeah. of seeing Aladdin. Just uh, marvelous. Yeah, just made me very, very mm-hmm. happy. I got a couple more, but that's it. Let me just see if there's any anything else to uh, mention here. Uh, let's just call a Bloody Mary a charcuterie mug and be done with it. <laughs> That's funny. The old Chuck Barris gong show, underrated. It had moments. It had moments. It, by the way, a movie, the George Clooney movie on Chuck Barris, underrated. By the way, I think, you know, Clooney hardly does. He's Seemingly he's done with movies. You yeah. look back at the number of great George Clooney movies. It's a long list. George, come back. I know Amal's fabulous. Yeah. You got the young kids, Lake Como. Let's put out a couple more movies. You oh, know? So oh. we just directed one that's in theaters right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I the saw Boys that. in the Boat. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. But know. I loved Oh, Brother, Where Art, where art yeah. Thou. Oh, fellas, great. Fellas, we're in a tight spot. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> My dad liked that. The movie. Daily Show and John Oliver, Finding Your Nest and Now. For me, yes. I, I don't watch The Daily Show as much. To me, The Daily Show depends on... Who's hosting? Right? Right now it's in between. Oliver's brilliant. Do I think John Oliver, who's on once a week, I suppose he's on about as, as often as SNL. It's just very different. I think John Oliver's brilliant. But to act like SNL is not relevant to what's going on in pop culture right now uh, is absurd. And I'm and I'm so tired. I haven't watched it since so-and-so was on. I haven't watched it since so-and-so. Lighten up, Francis. Pay attention now because Bowen Yang, who's on right now, is fantastic in every skit Bowen Yang is in. Susie, thank you. You're welcome. Nice to be here. Susie, back with us, 2 o'clock. Alex Jones. It's not the first time I've said it. He's filth. We'll talk about him when we come back. Heard the song a thousand times. I like it. I don't love it. Really? I like it. It's a good song. I love Black. I like it. I don't I just don't love it. That's where, where I'm saying. Right. Uh I don't like or love Alex Jones. You know, when I give my opinions on Donald Trump, a lot of people text here. Six five one four six one nine two two six. You hate Donald Trump. No, I do not hate Donald Trump. Okay. I don't. I, I don't think he's equipped for the office. I think he's a danger to democracy. I think he's a narcissist who wakes up every day thinking, how does today benefit me? You totally get to, you totally allow it, obviously. This is a given to disagree with me. But on my children's lives, I don't hate Donald Trump. Okay, I don't know if I hate Alex Jones, but it's... If I don't, it's awfully close. I think I honestly think Alex Jones is filth. Alex Jones is filth. So Alex Jones is back in the news because Elon Musk, who initially said he would never bring Alex Jones back to X, Twitter, has brought him back. Elon Musk, let me be clear about this. Elon Musk owns the company. It's a private company. If if he wants to do that for any reason, you do it. It's his company. He can do it. Now, when you start telling me about the First Amendment, 
you need to read the First Amendment because the First Amendment is about government suppression. Elon's pretty influential in our lives. He's not the government. So if anybody who owns a private business such as Elon owns X, if Elon would have decided, nope, I'm not bringing him on, it's not a violation of his First Amendment. That's government preventing you from speaking out. And regarding Alex Jones getting censored, he's massively popular. He has outlets all over the place. So stop telling me he has been censored. A private business took him off, and this goes back to Oliver Darcy and CNN. But let me be clear before the people say, oh, you want him censored. You want him taken off X. I don't care what X does. And I'm on X, and I've never once said I'm leaving X. I'm not crazy about some of the decisions Elon Musk has offered up, and I've said those. Not once have I said I'm leaving. Now, half of those folks who are on X when Elon purchased it have left. Whatever. They get to do it. I'm on there for work, but guess what? If I wasn't on there for work, would I also be on for my own curiosity? I would be. But let's get back to Alex Jones. He's filth. He goes to every deranged conspiracy theory when he has no idea if it has merit whatsoever. And let's just zero in on Sandy Hook. These kids were murdered and slaughtered. A day that people will never forget if you're just an everyday citizen. And for these kids, what happened to going to school the next day? What happened to the next grade? What happened to meeting more friends? What happened to middle school? What happened to high school? What happened to the first boyfriends or girlfriends? What happened to driving a car? What happened to getting married? What happened to the first jobs? What happened to the first kids? All gone because Adam Lanza slaughtered them. In one of the most horrifying stories ever, these young children. And what did Alex Jones do for clicks to bump up his persona, his personality? I didn't want to say niche because he's more popular than just a niche. Among the items for Alex Jones after Sandy Hook. And this went on for years and years and years. Let's be clear. My gut is, with the timing and everything that happened, this is staged. I've been saying this for the last few months. Get ready for the big mass shootings, and then magically it happens. This stinks to the highest heaven. It's as phony as a $3 bill. He called the kids who were slaughtered crisis actors. He tormented the parent or parents of these children who were murdered. He made fun of parents and said, you weren't holding your child. Your child doesn't exist. Because of the power of Alex Jones, because he's very influential with his base now, so stop with the censorship. 
even before X, he was very prominent, even before the X censorship, and he still has been. The people were showing up at the parents' homes. Again, the parents whose kids were slaughtered, and they were tormented, and they were harassed. And over and over again, you know what these followers said? We heard about this from Alex Jones. Alex Jones, in a couple court cases, let me clear this up. One, in his divorce case, he admitted what he does is a bit. He's an actor. He's playing a part. I repeat, in his divorce case, where the custody of his children, he was able to diminish and belittle parents who lost their kids because they were murdered. But now, when he potentially was going to lose custody of his children, he said, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm playing a part. Then, in another matter, where the Sandy Hook folks, the parents, other supporters, took him to court, and he lost a settlement of $1.5 billion. Has he paid a penny back? Of course not. And even recently, in the last couple of weeks, they said, forget the $1.5 billion. We'll just take $85 million. Because Alex Jones is prospering in his business. It's a free enterprise system. If you want to follow him, you do it. I'm not calling for the elimination of Alex Jones. I just find him loathsome and he's filth, which is my view. You can totally disagree. But he's living a luxurious life while he had this court settlement against him. And when he could get out for $85 million, no. Is he the only person who takes liberal advantage of our bankruptcy laws? Of course not. So just remember, this is who you're wrapping your arms around if you're supporting Alex Jones, a guy whose profile was raised even further by trolling in one of the worst conspiracies that one can imagine, that six- and seven-year-olds were killed in cold blood, who could have led these amazing lives, could have lived 70, 80, 90, who knows, 100 more years, and they were killed. And Alex Jones, just to add to his appeal, said it didn't happen. It's fake. They're crisis actors. So I'm not trying to eliminate him. I'm saying I don't care. Elon Musk can do whatever he wants. But that's who you believe in. And I think he's filth. You want to chime in? You can. 651-461-9226. Kind of weak, got to be honest. The first song I bought on iTunes. Really? 2006. I mean, I've had plenty of bad days. Yeah, this song. I want to get to one other uh, current event story before we run out of time this hour. We're going to chat with uh, Chip Scoggins early next hour for multiple segments. And we're going to talk to uh, Detective Adam Sack from uh, Woodbury about the use of social service workers when police are out in force. We've debated this a lot, more using it. The Trib had an excellent story on it. 
and I wanted to talk to the de- detective about how it's working in Woodbury. So one of the bigger stories across the country of late has been Katie Cox. She lives in Dallas. She's 31. She's pregnant. And she found out last week that her fetus has Edwards syndrome. It's a genetic condition that cannot sustain life. The child, it's either going to be a miscarriage or stillbirth. And babies who survive the pregnancy and the delivery die quickly. No one is debating this condition. But the Texas Supreme Court halted her pursuit of an abortion. The news has come out today to the surprise of no one that she has decided to leave the state to pursue an abortion. We had data last week. I think it was maybe it was since the Dobbs decision or maybe it was just this year. I forget now that one in five abortions which have taken place either since Dobbs or this year. I apologize for not remembering the precise timeline. We're from folks who left a state. And it's a little bit of the haves and have-nots. And we don't spend, we spend very little on abortion, talking about abortion uh, on this show. I am one who believes abortion should be allowed up to viability. And there's a medical debate on that from anywhere from 16 to maybe 22 weeks. And then after that, exceptions for the life of a mother. This is a case where an abortion should take place because the doctors who have treated her and treated others who have a fetus, obviously a potential baby, have talked about the physical effects this can have on the mom, the woman carrying the child, can end her fertility, uterine rupture, hysterectomy. The child is not going to make it. I'm very, very, very sorry about that. So she has to carry the child for the child to be stillborn, miscarry, for the risk of her suffering harm? Come on. This is a case where her health absolutely does matter. Linda's construction time. It's time for us to stop talking this hour, and it's time for you to get a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. 